All righty, uh, at uh, 6.22 on this Monday morning after a spectacular uh, weekend, we are uh, happy to, uh, as we do on Mondays, welcome in Mike Lee, Crane's Detroit Business uh, Managing Editor, and brought to you by UHY. UHY Advisors and CPAs serving Metro Detroit and across the globe for over 50 years. That's UHY. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Paul. I gotta How are t- you? I, I'm, I'm okay, but I'm steamed. I'm, I'm angry. I know it's not the biggest story on the front page of Crane's Detroit Business. Uh, the biggest story is the reversal of fortune, a bizarre uh, story of a real estate executive's lottery scheme uh, collapsing. His, ruck, his luck runs out. I don't even fully understand that story. Uh, it's so bizarre. But the big story that has me steamed, if you don't mind going out of order, is the Art Van story under the headline by Dustin Walsh and others with your team, How Art Van's House Burned Down. And it shows a pretty simple story of how it didn't need to happen. And I would love for somebody to investigate to make sure it didn't happen on purpose. Uh, absolutely. That's uh, that's what we're keeping an eye on. Uh, we talked to uh, many insiders from the company and ex- outside experts and 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 everyone else and and it's it really comes down to you know this is a company that was uh that faced some competitive competitive uh challenges put it that way from from online sellers and changing habits but it was also loaded down with debt by its private equity owner um it was mismanaged um they had a procession of CEOs and and other executives. They, they turned over essentially the whole the whole executive ranks of this company that was uh, was seemingly healthy and worth half a billion dollars three years ago. Uh, now that company is not worth anything, um, or worth worth very little in bankruptcy, which they actually did finally file uh, at ten thirty last night. Um, uh, so it, it's uh, it, it's a really sad story. No, I mean even when we reported a few weeks ago that they were in some trouble. I don't think anybody thought that we'd be looking at, uh, you know, a total shutdown. Um, it was very, very surprising and shocking. They had to shut down the stores over the weekend because they were overwhelmed with customers, some of them looking for a deal, but some of them looking for answers on what, what happens to their deposits. Are they going to get their furniture? Are they? And uh, they basically had to shut down to, quote, regroup, um, uh, until this afternoon, they're going to reopen. Um, uh, it's uh, some of it. Some of it was restocking, apparently. But um, uh, this, you're absolutely right. This was probably something that didn't have to happen. No, and you 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 are handed a perfectly fine, yeah, challenges like all industry and businesses have. But they were profitable, and if if these guys really wanted it to continue, they wouldn't have gotten rid of 22 executives. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the beginning, uh, they would have found a way to find the longtime CEO Kim Yost to stay rather than retiring. And for goodness sakes, they wouldn't have replaced uh, Yost with this Ronald Boyer, a former Barnes and Noble CEO, executive at Toys R Us, Brookstone, Kmart, and Sears. Are you listening to the lineup? Quite, quite a re- it's quite a resume. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then he was ranked. 
as the worst executive of 2016 after Barnes & Noble reported a $24.6 million loss that year. So do you think Thomas H. Lee kind of thought it was a good idea to put a loser in that job to help them run the thing into the ground and get out like they must have uh, what seemingly appears to be following their plan? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we'll, we'll learn more as, more as the bankruptcy proceeds, uh, and we will stay on top of it. And how unusual is it, Mike, for a company to st- proclaim a liquidation before they've even filed for bankruptcy? That that all took, it, last week all took place without bankruptcy. That just happened. It's extremely unusual. It, 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 it destroys it destroys the value of the company name before before it even gets you, the, uh, the bankruptcy even gets a chance to start playing out. And you can't tell me that some of those properties weren't. Uh, uh, successful or profitable. That just, uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense unless this nope. was the plan from the beginning and they have hurt 3,100 employees and really hundreds or thousands of other people whose jobs were tied in with Art Van and the suppliers and the and the customers, the people who, who spent money with these guys. Well, I didn't mean for us to spend the entire time on Art Van, except it's, it's a it's an enormous it's an enormous story, and it's 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 hard to tell. Well, it, I suggest that people pick up the Cranes Detroit business or go to cranesdetroit.com. dot com. This is the March ninth issue. There's a lot of very good and important stuff in there. You did another nice job, Mike. Thanks very much. Thank you, sir. Mike Lee is Crane's uh, Detroit Business Managing Editor. They're brought to you by UHY, UHY Advisors and CPAs, serving Metro Detroit and across the globe for over 50 years.